DarbyCast Economics Wednesday. And you know what I'm feeling? You know what I'm feeling, Kyle. I want to go back to some folklore. Not German folklore of the 1800s, but American folklore of the 1900s. I've got a special story in mind for the day because it is a really simple way of understanding why communism doesn't work. And that story is the little red hen. Yes, not Chicken Little, who's also a chicken. This is not the one about the sky is falling. This is the little red hen. So let's just jump right into it. So there's this hen. She's little and she's red. Hence, the little red hen. She owns a farm. She inherited it from her parents, who were industrious chickens themselves. And one day in late autumn, she looked at her wheat fields while listening to the sting track, Fields of Gold, which was really doing her just right. She kind of got lost in the music. But after that song ended, she's like, oh, wait, I need to actually get some work done. I need to harvest this wheat. So it's a big job. And she takes her scythe out to the field and she's like, I'm going to start whacking this wheat. And she sees one of her neighbors, this rabbit, Katrina. And she's like, hey, Katrina, uh, I'm about to do some damage to this wheat. I'm going to harvest it. You mind uh, chipping in? Give me a little help on this? And Katrina, who was smoking a J, just leaning up against the hen's fence, she was like, bite me, little red hen. I'm baked. I'm going to go get some flaming Hot Cheetos in a little bit. And the little red hen's like, Katrina, don't you have a bunch of kids? Like, you are a rabbit after all, and you... We all know the phrase, right? Yeah. Blank like rabbits. What are you doing smoking a J? Like, don't you need a job? I feel like I'm giving you a real opportunity here. And Katrina's like, have you ever heard of Ziggy Marley? It's Bob Marley's son. And the little red hen's like, boy, you're a mess, aren't you? So she's like, all right, I'm just going to do it myself. So she takes her scythe and she just goes to town on that wheat. And it's hard work, but she's she's crushing. She's doing a great job. And finally, she harvests all that wheat. She bundles it up. And then she's like, all right, got to take this to the mill, grind this wheat into flour. So she hauls all this wheat over to her windmill at her inherited farm. And inside... The windmill is a giant stone mortar and pestle. And this is no joke, just heaving all this wheat into this mortar and pestle and then bagging it. It's a big deal. And so the little red hen, she sees one of her other neighbors, this turtle. His name is Walter. And she's like, hey, Walt, I got a pretty big issue here. I got a lot of work to do. I need to take all this wheat and grind it up into flour. I'm on a mission 
I'm going to eventually bake some bread with this. Walter, do you want in? And there's a heroin needle stuck in Walter's arm. And he's like, oh, fuck you. And he's like really tired and he doesn't care about anything anymore. And the little red hen's like, Walter, I'm so sorry for all the things that have happened to you. I want to give you an opportunity to bounce back and be helpful. I wouldn't wish the hellish set of conditions that have plagued you upon my worst enemy if I had one. I'm at my core a very good person, and I don't believe in enemies. But, Walter, it's really sad to see what's going on with you. And Walter, he just responds, I really like Strawberry Nesquik, and I haven't talked to my family in a long time. And the little red hen's like, oh, man, this is, this is rough. I am so angry at that doctor who prescribed you all those Percocets for that ankle injury you had a number of years ago. He wrote the script for way too many. That was inappropriate. He must have been getting a kickback from Big Pharma, and that's really disgusting profiteering at the expense of a kind soul like yourself, Walter. And then Walter, the turtle, is just like, hey, do you have any heroin? And Little Red Hen's like, oh boy, I'm going to have to, looks like I'm going to have to run point on this one myself. So she grinds up that wheat into flour. Takes her a long time. She bags it into these burlap sacks that say flour on them. Just making sure that she remembers what's in the bags. Pretty good call. Really good call. And then she's like, okay, I've got all this flour. It's game time. Here's when it all gets serious. She takes in these heavy bags of flour. This is no joke. She is doing a lot of manual labor. She takes it into the farmhouse. She's got a really nice kitchen. Kitchen's got a backsplash and uh, granite countertops. Really nice cabinets. And she plops out a couple eggs. She's got the flour, goes into the pantry, grabs some yeast, a couple other ingredients that she's used her money that she's earned in years past from selling bread like an entrepreneur. The little red hen, she's a smart hen. She actually went to USC. That's just a fun fact they don't talk about in the story, but it's pretty important. SC grad, a lot of school spirit. But she sold some of those loaves of bread in years past, used that money to buy the ingredients that she doesn't make herself, that she can't manufacture herself. True capitalist, true small business owner, incredibly intelligent. And it's time to bake the bread. And she sees one of her other neighbors, who's a pig. His name's Harrison. She says, hey, Harrison. Would you like to help me kind of mix these ingredients up, plop them in the oven, you know, bake the bread? And Harrison's like, sorry, I've got to go home and watch a lot of porn. And she was like, what did you just say? And he's like, yeah, I'm not even going to hide it anymore. I am a pig in more ways than one. And I am really 
into anal. And the little red hen's like, Harrison, that's really off-putting. That's, why are you doing that to yourself? And he's like, honestly, I don't know. But I'm really depressed. And that's just kind of how I've been running the show. And the little red hen's like, well, why don't you just stop doing that? And Harrison's like, but I've, have you seen some of these scenes on Pornhub? And the little red hen's like, no, I, that's not really my speed. I have a business to run. You're a pig. And he's like, I know. And she's like, but you know what I'm saying as well. And he's like, oh, that's derogatory. And she's like, yes. Why don't you kind of clean your act up? Maybe you join some kind of community service organization here in the countryside. Why don't you put your time to good use, huh, pal? And he was like, but there's some, there's a lot of butt sex going on. I just want to watch it. And she's like, I'm going to bake the spread myself. Like, I can't stress how disgusting you are. Get out of here. Please leave the farm area. And so the little red hen, she bakes a lot of bread. She bakes about 200 loaves. And she's sitting them out there on the counter. And you're asking yourself, you're like, oh, I wonder what kind of bread that is. I wonder what kind of bread that is. You know what kind it is? Some of you are hoping it's sourdough, but I'm going to take you a step further. It's Dutch crunch bread. I don't know if you've ever heard of Dutch crunch, but it is so explosively crunch magunch on the outside and juice magoose on the inside. It's the perfect combination. It is the full yin and yang of bread where you've got tough, crunchy, delicious, buttery exterior, soft, moist interior. If you've never had it, maybe you treat yourself to some Dutch crunch this week. Why not? So she has baked a lot of it. And that smell just wafts. It just wafts into the air and catches a nice late autumn breeze. Carries itself that delicious smell. Permeates throughout the entire countryside. Straight into the nostrils of Katrina, Walter, and Harrison. And they all come running. No hesitation. They all come running. They're like, hey, little red hen, smells, uh, smells pretty good. So you're going to give us some of that bread, right? And the little red hen, she looks at all of them and she's like, hey, fuck you guys. I asked you to help. In fact, I was going to give you something pretty important to do. This was hard work. You gave zero contribution. And I really feel no obligation to any of you to give you this delicious Dutch crunch bread. I'm going to save a lot for myself. I'm going to sell off what I don't need. And I'm going to kind of be prepared for winter. I'm going to have a nice cozy little winter. And they're like, oh, but come on. And Katrina the rabbit's like, I'm so baked right now. I just took a bee load. Some bread sounds dank. And the little red hen's like, well, be that as it may, I just... You can't have any. And Walter's like, you know what would go well with my strawberry Nesquik is a tasty loaf of bread. 
And Little Red Hen's like, listen, I bet it would, but you can't have any. And then Harrison, the pig, is like, I just came. And the Little Red Hen's like, why don't you just get yourself a towel and, and kind of scram in no specific order? And all three of the other animals, they're really pissed. And it doesn't even really register with them what just happened, even though it's pretty simple to understand. Hey, you guys didn't do any of the work. You're not going to get any of the bread. That's it. You didn't help. You don't get any of the tasty Dutch crunch bread. That's it. And this is where the story in its original form, this is where it ends. However, this is obviously the updated version. And ending it right here just flat out doesn't make sense. So let's continue. As the other animals continue to defeatedly squabble amongst themselves, three snakes named Ernie, Simon, and Timmy, who are riding mongooses, show up. They just ride on up to the farm out of nowhere. And they tell everyone that the little red hen is engaging in chicken superiority and that farming as an institution is inherently evil. The the animals are like, okay, all right, go on. They're like, yeah, she's a bad chick. She's not on the level. Meanwhile, the little red hen has gone back inside. She's packaging up the bread and getting ready to take it to market. But the snakes get everybody together and they say, hey, you guys ever heard of democracy? You ever heard about it? And they're like, no, we haven't heard about a lot of stuff. Katrina's like, yeah, I just kind of smoke pot all day and get plowed. And then Walter's like, you got any heroin? And then Harrison the pig's like, you ever heard of busty Latinas? And the snake's like, no, 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 listen up, listen up. Even though you guys haven't made any of the bread that the little red hen did, you guys are as much of a part of the farm as anybody. You make this place work. You give it character. And then they just pass out a bunch of Bud Lights. They're like, hey, cheers, right? And all the other animals, they're like, all right, yeah, that place. And the snakes are like, you just leave the rest of this to us. Democracy, okay? Majority rules. You guys are going to get that bread by voting. Do you understand? And all of them are like, yeah, uh, because they don't really get it. But everyone marches over to the little red hen. They kick down her front door. Like, hey, we all voted on it and you need to give us all the bread. And little did they know that the little red hen was very pro-Second Amendment. And she whips out her AR-15 and she's like, get the fuck out of my house right now. I am a USC grad and I do not take kindly to this kind of nonsense. Get out. She's angry. And they're all rattled. All the other animals, they're super rattled. Now kind of huddle up and the snakes on the mongooses, they're kind of rattled too. And they're like, oh boy, we're getting a little bit more pushback than we thought we would. And Harrison, that disgusting pig's like, How do we get her to fork over her stuff by telling her we voted for it if we don't have anything to enforce 
are Will. She's got an AR-15. A thing is well-maintained and greased up. She's got a high-capacity mag. It's actually pretty badass, and I appreciate that she's a strong, independent woman. And then Walter's like, I could go for some tangerine juice, Fruity Pebbles, Starburst, and uh, Strawberry Nesquik, and maybe some heroin right now. But the snakes, they're like, all right, listen, we gotta, we'll handle this. We'll handle this. And all of the other animals, they're like, all right, we'll just kind of hang out. And so Katrina passes out a couple of J's. And they're like, yeah, we're just going to wait this out. And maybe we'll draw some peace signs in chalk on something. So they do that. And then later that evening, Ernie, the snake, he slithers into the little red hen's house surreptitiously, secretively. And he steals her AR-15 as the little red hen's asleep. Also steals her 1911 pistol, well-maintained. And the next morning, the snakes, they gather everyone together. And they're like, all right, we're going to need to throw up another vote. You guys, here, here's, what we're, here's what I'm going to tell you. You have to go along with this. And all the drugged up animals are like, yeah, okay, yeah, whatever you say. And the snakes are like, okay, here's the question. Are guns evil? And should snakes be the only ones that have them? And you guys are going to want to vote yes on this, that guns are evil. Snakes are the only ones that should have them. And they're like, yeah, I'm in, I'm in. And then so they take the AR-15, Simon, the head snake, he slithers up back onto his mongoose, rides it over the little red hen, and he's like, I don't know if you've heard of democracy, but the people have voted. And that's it, you're done. And she's like, hey, that's my gun. And he's like, not anymore, it's not, you stupid bitch. And it's like, what did you just say? That's very disrespectful. And he's like, you... Watch your mouth. And she's like, what? You were the one who just yelled at me. And it seems as though you're manipulating all of the morally bankrupt, uh, intense addicts whose brains have been hijacked by illicit substances, pleasures of the flesh. I don't like your angle, Mr. Snake. And the snake's like, well, this is democracy, and this is how it's going to be from here on out. You understand? And she's like, no, I, I don't get it. But he's like, too bad because I've got a gun pointed at you. And so the rabbit, the turtle, and the pig, they all kind of keep their lifestyles up. Pigs J&O like six times a day. Turtle has got a pretty steady supply of heroin, and then one of, these, one of the snakes makes some shady deal with his source from Beijing starts importing some fentanyl and then Walter the turtle is very compromised. He can't even do anything but drink strawberry Nesquik. But some of the rabbits, illegitimate children, they run around the countryside because they don't have a parental figure because their mother's just doped up all the time. And they're like, this place is awesome. There's no rules. And so word travels real fast that there's free bread, and you can just chill all day. So a bunch more pigs, rabbits, and turtles show up. And at this point, it's all but certain that the democracy will ever be tipped in the favor of the perpetually inebriated majority. 
Simon and the rest of the snakes, Ernie and Timmy, they're loving this. And they're like, why don't we just set up a court system and start implementing more rules and just have a justice system that works for us? They're like, yeah, let's, let's make some laws where if anybody isn't about our democracy, we'll either exile them or execute them. And all the other animals are like, yeah, because they have no idea what's going on at this point. Some of the other animals in the countryside, kind of in this farming region, are beginning to take notice that things are running amok. Things are not quite on the level. The duck who ran the local lumber yard, the horse who was running a pretty nice furniture manufacturing business, and the peaceful sheep who sold a wide variety of incredibly potent natural male enhancement supplements, they'll get together one evening and they're like, we got to talk about this. What the hell is going on here? The duck's like, I don't like these snakes and their mongooses have weird faces. They're so weird. They're long bodies, very off-putting. The horse is like, you're not wrong, Mr. Duck. I wouldn't mind if those snakes got iced. And then the sheep pipes in. He says, I'm going to roll out a new line of supplements to heighten female libido specifically. And one of the snakes, Timmy, he overhears the discussion and the duck, the horse, and the sheep, they're all sent away at gunpoint. The snakes ambush him with the AR-15 and the 1911 pistol. They're like, all right, you guys are out. You're done. We can't have you. Seems like you guys aren't really down with the program, huh? And the duck and the sheep and the horse, they all scram and they're like, oh man, we barely made it out of there alive. It's kind of nice that we got out of there before it got too terrible, right? But deep down, they're like, oh man, but we're also kind of cowards. We have been in the countryside, but what are we going to do if we don't have any firepower to combat these tyrannical snakes? What can we do, right? And then so for a number of years, the remaining animals, the rabbits, the turtles, and the pigs, they have nightly orgies and they have way too many children. Everybody's doing everybody and they got all these kids and the little red hen, she's been baking bread at gunpoint, harvesting the wheat year in, year out, harvesting, milling, baking year in, year out, but they keep having more kids. Her output's high, but the demand is increasing. Supply is not meeting the demand. And there's just more of these fat, lazy, and very dull children being born that are practically walking out of the womb on two feet with a Mountain Dew Code Red in one hand and a J in the other. And after a number of years, the hen, she's getting real tired of this. I mean, she was tired of it from the start. The little red hen is becoming that kind of tired that sleep just won't fix. You understand? And every day she's just asking herself, like, is this stress really good for me? One day I'm hoping to have a family. And this stress just can't be good for a young gal like myself to have healthy children. This whole situation is total bullshit, she says to herself. 
And the demand for bread, it just keeps going up because these pigs and turtles and rabbits, they keep having their idiot kids. And none of the kids are contributing. They kind of take after their parents and they're like, I'd rather smoke pot, do heroin or jack off all day. I don't feel like working. And the snake's like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. We got the hen. She'll do it. We've got a gun and she doesn't have a choice. So one day the hen gives pushback and she says, all right, I'm done. I'm not baking your bread anymore. I hate this. My life sucks. And Simon, the head snake, he instructs everyone. He says, all right, comrades, time to burn the farm down. And the animals, they all kind of look around. They're like, is that really a good call? Like, I don't think that's, is that right? But this snake, he's a convincing fella. And he gives everyone a badge that says, I'm one of the good guys. So they immediately feel like they're in the right. And he just kind of repeats his operating phrase, like burn it all the way down, burn it down, burn down the farm. He gets in everyone's ear like 8,000 times. He's like, yeah, you should burn it down, right? And they're like, no. And he's like, but what if you burn it down? And they're like, I don't know. And he's like, but think about what would happen if you burned it down. There'd probably be a lot of good things happening. And plus you're one of the good guys. So, right? So after a long campaign of, hey, why don't you just go ahead and burn it down? The animals finally cave and begin to commit arson. So now there's just no food. Everybody is starving, except for the snakes who have been stealing and hoarding that delicious Dutch crunch bread the entire time. They just fail to mention to anybody else that they've got their underground layers stocked stocked full of delicious Dutch crunch yum-yums. And as starvation really starts to set in, the animals, they begin to fight and squabble. The little red hen, she grows increasingly wary of random knife attacks. She's like, I just sense it. It's going to happen one of these days. I just feel like I'm going to get knifed. She wants to go speak with Katrina and Walter and Harrison and be like, hey, guys, you fucked up royally. I don't know what you think you were doing, but this sucks. But she can't find him. She is amidst a sea of strangers who all seem as though they wouldn't necessarily be opposed to raping her. One night, the hen, she's like, I just, I don't know what to do. And so she goes out into the woods to pray because that's like her last option. She's like, this situation is so dire. I can't come up with any conceivable way to find it out. So she's like, I'm going to just go into the woods. I'm going to give this one up to G.O.D. And as she's praying, a golden rooster appears. And he's like, hey, cock-a-doodle-doo, babe, what's going on? And she's like, I don't know who you are, sir, but things are really messed up. These assholes showed up and they told a bunch of my degenerate I guess you want to call them neighbors. They, they're all addicted to drugs and pornography. And these guys, they showed up and they passed out a bunch of Bud Lights. And that was pretty much the end of it. Everybody got all tanked and started having orgies. And I got railroaded into bacon bread for way too many individuals. And my small business turned into forced labor. I'm 
living on my own little personal gulag now. And the golden rooster's like, whoa, I don't like that. I don't like that one bit. He's like, here's what you're going to do. You're going to venture farther into these woods. And the little red hen's like, but it's scary in there. And he's like, fear not, babe. You're going to go about five or six more miles and you're going to come to a clearing. And there you will find a pack of wolves and you tell them what's going on. You tell them everything. And the little red hen's like, so they're going to help? And he's like, heck yeah, they're going to help. And she's like, but why? I don't have any collateral. My savings are decimated. I don't really have a lot of collateral. And the rooster's like, the wolves are going to be sympathetic to what's going on in your world because they just cannot stand commies. I tell you what, they hate them. And the golden rooster's like, cock-a-doodle-doo, babe. Godspeed. And then he's gone. And she's like, okay, well, I guess I got to make this all happen. So she ventures farther into the woods as instructed. And sure enough, a couple miles into these dark and spooky woods, there's a clearing. And there's all these large, flat stones. And atop these stones are these majestic wolves, some of whom are reading heady classic literature, others lifting weights. They're into self-improvement. And the hen, she goes up to the leader, Hank, and she's like, I got to tell you something. And he's like, lay it on me. What's going on? Nobody comes to this part of the woods for no reason. Something must be up. And she's like, you are 100% correct. There's these snakes and they showed up and they got everybody uh, in my neighborhood. They got them really tanked. And then they told them about this thing, democracy. And I looked up the definition and what they're pulling off is not democracy. It's way different. And the wolves are like, oh, so they're probably commies, huh? And she's like, I think so. And the wolf's like, okay, game time. Listen up, fellas. It's going down. We got some commies to take care of. And the little red hen's like, what? What are you going to do? And he's like, let me hit you with an acronym. It's going to be kind of an LTBHTF style situation. And she's like, LGBTQX? What? Is this a pride rally? And he's like, no, 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 no. LTBHTF. Let the bodies hit the floor. And she's like, oh, okay. I've never heard of that one. And he's like, yeah, it's pretty, pretty cool, right? And she's like, yeah. But then he's like, you just scamper back to your farm and you wait until morning and you leave the rest to us. And she's like, my farm burned down. These commies, they burned down my farm. And Hank, the leader of the pack, he's like, well, just find somewhere to rest because it's going to be a really good show tomorrow. Believe me. And she's like, okay, all right. So at the crack of dawn the next morning, the wolves show up. And they've all got AR-15s. And Hank's got a rocket launcher. Hank takes point and he just rocket launchers all of the mongooses. So the snakes can't go anywhere. The mongooses, a single rocket to a mongoose does a lot of damage. Pretty much kills them right then and there. But Hank, he's like, I just want to make sure. So he launches about five rockets per mongoose. And he is just making a mess. Then. The wolves all run in and they grab the snakes 
They're like, you assholes, you're done. And so they just, they grab him, they drag him through the mud, and then they pee on him, and then they drag him through the mud again, and then they pee on him again until they're dead. And Simon, the head snake, he's actually been hiding with his mongoose, and he tries to take off, but Hank, the alpha wolf, runs after them, and he is so fast, and he just bites the mongoose's penis clear off. And Simon tries to console his mongoose. And he's like, you look stunning. You look brave. But the mongoose goes insane without a penis. And he initiates a murder-suicide on Simon with a 3D-printed handgun. Then the wolves, they all round up the other animals and explain the finer points of treason and sedition. Like, that you guys have been complicit in a really bad series of events. I know you've been trashed this whole time, but that's no excuse. You let one of your neighbors, this hen, this industrious entrepreneur, USC grad, you let her down in a big way, but you also let yourselves down. Do you understand what's going on? And they're like, all right, here's the deal. We're going to cut you a deal. Listen here, pigs, rabbits, and turtles. You can either leave or we're going to execute you. It's the same deal as the snakes gave the duck, the horse, and the sheep. And some of the uppity animals, they're like, this is a threat to our democracy. And the wolves are like, they just roll their eyes. And they're like, oh, you're going to pull that card? You commie? Okay, we know what you did. You said it was a democracy, but it was a totalitarian dictatorship run by these snakes, and you didn't even know their angle. You were just so happy that you were eating bread and shooting up some H that you didn't even care that the little red hen, this sweet, sweet soul, was getting hammered to shit. You're a bad pig. And so some of the animals, they take off to the countryside. They're like, I'm out. We, yeah, these guys are right. We suck. And then a couple of the pigs and the rabbits and... The turtles are like, we're not going to take this. We had it too good. And so the wolves are just like, all right, well, we're going to kill you. And so they do. They kill them and then they teabag their dead bodies. And the little red hen, she's watching this whole thing. And she just kind of laments the loss of her community because she had relationships with these people. And she's like, ah, even though they were a bunch of freeloaders, like there were parts of these people that I really liked, that I really enjoyed. But then out of nowhere, the golden rooster appears and he's like pretty good call on uh, the wolves, right? Getting them involved. And she's like, yeah, not bad. But the golden rooster is like, you still seem sad. What's going on? She's like, well, my entire farm is still burned down and I, I don't know what to do. I'm going to be destitute. And I really like baking bread. I'm good at it. And he's like, can I level with you? The golden rooster. He's like, yeah, let me just here. Why don't you have a seat over there? He's like, I'm pretty handy with woodworking. I'm a carpenter. And also my dad has a tractor. You seem like an amazing girl. You seem so down to earth and hardworking and at the same time, just incredibly attractive, not just on the outside, but on the inside too. It's really something. You radiate positivity in your spirit. I can feel it and it's warming me to my core. What do you say we do this right? 
And so he says to her, he says, what do you say, babe? If we did this right, would you be all in? And she's like, well, tell me more. And he's like, I'll, I'll handle the manual labor. I'm going to rebuild some stuff. I'm going to use the tractor. Let me do the manual labor. I'm going to rebuild the mill. I'm going to rebuild the farmhouse. Then we'll get back to business. Two of us. And FYI, just, I'm not a good baker. So I'm going to leave that up to you. I've heard about this Dutch crunch recipe of yours, crispy on the outside, moist on the inside. Sounds insane. I think the two of us, we could get a lot done as a unit. What do you say to this structured and balanced division of labor? Huh? You cute little thing? And also, where'd you go to school? Because, like, you're obviously educated. She's like, oh, I went to SC, fight on. And he's like, fight on indeed. But seriously, my marketing skills, they're not so great. But I think we could really build this thing out, the two of us. We could go big. We could sell a lot of this bread, make quite a bit of scratch, and then really gentrify this entire area, make it amazing. Then I think we can get your old friends back. The duck, the horse, the sheep. Maybe we get a couple more hens, a couple more roosters back in the neighborhood. And we do this right. What do you say, huh? And she's like, you had me at, I'm pretty handy at carpentry. The end. You're probably thinking to yourself right now, that's one of the greatest stories ever told. Kyle. I nailed it, right? Right. That's it. That's the Darby cast. That's an economics Wednesday. And that is high level economics explained in a very cool story. Why the heck not? I went over a ton of different concepts, but if this made you laugh, smile and go, huh, then you have got the spirit of a red blooded American. And I think you're great. Okay. That's it. It's a very amazing farm. And the little red hen, she was such a sweetheart and she didn't want it to turn out that way. A lot of bad stuff went down, but ultimately things worked out. So if you're feeling like there's snakes on mongoose, mongooses, tomato, tomato, riding around, just remind yourself, like, hey, things always have a way of working out. Wolves with rocket launchers are just on the horizon. Thanks for tuning in. And just uh, as a heads up, you're not allowed to share this with anyone. You have to keep it to yourself. You're not allowed to subscribe. You're not allowed to like this. I know I can't stop you from sharing it and the word getting out, but I will caution you. If you do such a thing, people will be like, wow. I didn't realize how amazing that person was. They're a Darby cast doctor. They're sexy and smart. What the heck is that about? That shouldn't even be allowed. But that's life.